the thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have an enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afwakwa. Pastor Afwakwa is the founder and general overseer of Embassy of Life Chapel, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Come with me to the book of Exodus chapter 33, verse 12 to 16. Moses said unto the Lord, See, thou sayest, bring up this people, and thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send with me. Let's put our hands together for all those who are online and for those in Accra. God richly bless you for being part of a service. And we trust that the same experience here will touch you wherever you are. In Jesus' precious name. He says, You said to me, bring up these people. But thou hast not let me know whom thou wast send with me. Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name. Somebody say, God knows you by name. Say, he knows you by name. Yeah. And then he says, you, I know thee by name, and thou hast also found grace in that my sight. How many of you believe that you have found God's grace? You have already found grace in Christ. You have found grace in God's sight. But a man found grace in God's sight and his heart was yearning for something. And I want us to uh, just look at that tonight and see how we can apply it to our lives in this new year and see how we can advance and move forward. Amen? Now, look at it. He said, therefore, I pray thee if I have found grace in thy sight. Show me now the way that I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight and consider this nation. Consider that this nation is thy people. Verse 14. He said, and he said unto him, my presence. Somebody say my presence. My presence. Say it, my presence. my presence. Shall go with you and I will give you rest. 2023 you will find rest. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Any area of challenge in your life, I see the rest of God come upon you. Amen. The rest of God is coming into your marriage. Amen. The rest of God is coming into your finances. Amen. There are things that have been a struggle again and again. But in this year, God is giving you rest. Amen. You will pay your bills with rest. Amen. You will honor your obligations with rest. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Moses said, let your presence go with me. God said to him, if your presence, Moses said, if your presence does not go, look at verse 15. If your presence go with us, carry us not hence. Praise the Lord. Tonight, I want that to be your desire and heart cry. Praise the Lord. That in this year, in all your experiences, that one thing will distinguish your life. And that is the tangible presence of God in your life. That is a prayer I'm praying for you tonight. Read the New Living Translation and it says, The Lord replied, I will personally go with you. God hears prayer and he answers prayer. Tonight, as you cry, he will hear you. Amen. He says, I will personally go with you 
and I will give you rest. I will personally go with you and I will personally go with you. Don't make any sense. If you don't personally go with us, don't make us leave this place. Can you see the expression in the prayer? It connotes someone who was hungry, who had seen value in the thing he was asking for. You see, spiritual things answer to those who are hungry, not those who want it. Those who are desperate. The Bible said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst. For they shall be filled. Not those who necessarily need it. Those who are hungry and thirsty for it. This is a week we have set apart for unique encounters in God's presence. And your hunger for God is, will be the measure to which God will meet you. How hungry are you for God this week? How hungry are you for And you can be hungry for God until you know the value he brings. The difference he can make. Moses prayed that prayer. Look at verse number, verse 16. He said, how will, this is the part that really arrested me when I was just finishing up and coming. He said, how will anyone know that you look favorably on me? In other words, how will anyone know that I have grace in your sight? How? There are things, you see, there's something about God's presence with you that makes people see things. Praise God. When the presence is with you. About two days ago, I was speaking with mommy about a certain man. When you see the man, you see that, Charlie, the man carries something. Praise the Lord. When you see him, it's not, it's not about, he doesn't need to talk. Praise the Lord. In 2023, you will need to talk. Amen. I said you will need to talk. Amen. When you appear in places, people will know that somebody, a strange being has appeared. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Can somebody give me a belief in amen? amen? He says, how will anyone know that you look favorably on me and on your people if you don't go with us? For your presence among us sets us apart. Sets your people and me apart from all other people on the earth. Do you know that human beings are not the same? They are not all the same. That's why we experience different things in life. That's why experiences are not the same. That's why our accomplishments are not the same. That's why the things we are able to attain with our lives are not the same. We are not the same. And one of the things that distinguishes people and, can dis and must distinguish your life is God's presence. Somebody say God's presence. God's presence. Moses was praying and in his prayer... He didn't ask God for a house. He didn't ask God for a wife. All of these things are great. He didn't ask for money. He didn't ask for any of those things. He said, Lord, as I begin this journey, I want nothing but you. Give me nothing but yourself. I need you to go with me. You know, most of the time, our prayers has to do with things we need. But you see, when you find the giver of all the things you need, or you meet the meter of needs. All your needs are met. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There are people you meet them and some of the needs will be there. But there's one you meet and he satisfies everything. 2022, God will satisfy you with himself. God will satisfy you with himself. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Theologians talk about the presence of God in different ways. They talk about God's manifest universal presence, which has to do with God's presence that is everywhere. Somebody say God's presence is everywhere. God's presence is everywhere. In Psalm 139, we talk, the Bible talks about it. It says, where can I go from your spirit and where can I flee from your presence? That is God's universal presence. There's, not, there's nowhere a man can hide from that kind of presence. Everywhere you go, God is there. He said, the eyes of the Lord run to and fro. That's why Jonah, one of the things Jonah missed, he, he wanted to run away from God's presence. But when he ran and he climbed the ship, in the ship, God met him there. This year, you will run into God. Amen. 
You will not run away from God. You will run into God. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. A hunger for God's presence is what I want to see birth in your spirit tonight. If by the time I'm through in the next uh, 15, 20 minutes or so, if you are, your hunger for God's presence has gone to a new dimension, I'll be fine. Praise the Lord. Because there are many things we think we need, we don't really need them. The person we need is God. And when we get him, all the other things will be met. Somebody say an amen. amen. Somebody say an amen. amen. Of course, we have God's manifest presence. We have God's indwelling presence. Somebody say his indwelling presence. God is in everyone who is born again. The Bible talks about this in John 14, verse 16 to 17. I will pray the Father, and he will give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. He said, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, but because he seeth him, not neither knoweth him, but you know him, for he dwelleth with you, and he shall be in you. That's why the Bible says, God is in us. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. When God is in you, he works in you. It is God who worked in you, both to do and to will, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So he works in you to do great exploits. His presence in you works in you. He forms his character in you. He forms his nature in you. He does many things and he works through you being in you. But when God is with you, <laughs> Most of the time, what happens is that outside they see it. Praise God. Outside they see it. Outside they see it. God's presence with you is not necessarily for your sake. No, it's for your sake. But it's actually supposed to work for you in the presence of others. Praise God. And that is the manifest presence of God. Somebody say the manifest presence of God. God is everywhere, but God is not working everywhere. God is everywhere, but God cannot be seen everywhere. Praise the Lord. When God is active in a place, it's seen. Jesus said, where two or three are gathered, there I am in the midst of them. It was he who spoke to us and told us that a time is coming where he's going to live in us through his Holy Spirit. But even though that promise was awaiting, he told them, where you meet together, I am in the midst of you. I manifest in a way. That you will not experience when you are all by yourself. That's one of the reasons why fellowship is key. Praise God. You cannot, no matter how close you are with God, no matter your relationship, the depth of your relationship, you need a corporate fellowship. Somebody say corporate fellowship. Every time we gather, something supernatural happens. He said, you are come to Mount Zion, the city of a living God, the innumerable company of angels, the church of the firstborn, to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. 2023, the blood will speak better things for you. I said the blood will speak better things for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. In 1 Kings chapter 8 verse 10 to 11. It came to pass when the priests were come out of the holy place. That the cloud filled the house of the Lord. So that the priests could not stand to minister because of the cloud. May the glory cloud dwell with you. I said may the glory cloud dwell with you. That is a presence that comes to fill a place. Praise the Lord. Elijah, he kept, he was waiting with God on a mountain. The Bible said the wind came, the Lord was not in it. The, 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 the sound came, the Lord was not in it. And he came in a still small voice. That was a manifestation of God. Jesus took the disciples, Peter, James, onto a mountain. And the Bible says there they saw him in a way they had not seen him before. The reason why those three guys could take 
some, some serious bite for Christ is because the relationship with him was on another level. They had experienced him. They had seen him on a unique level. Praise the Lord. This presence I'm talking about has three major effects. One, that presence is visible. Somebody say it's visible. God's manifest presence is visible. When it appears in a place, you can perceive it in your spirit. And it's also visible by the resource it makes available. It makes certain unique results available that makes the presence of God visible. Jacob said, the Lord is in this place and I knew it not. This week, may you encounter God in this place. I said, this week you encounter God in this place. And it shall not stay with you in this conference. It will remain through all the year. Shout, I believe it. It's visible. When this presence comes, it's visible. In the book of Genesis 26, 27, and I was saying it earlier. He said, Isaac said to them, why have you come to me since you hate me and have sent me away from you? Look at verse 28. Let's read it together. But they said, we have certainly seen. 2023, may men see God is with you. When they see it's over, they think it's over with you, you will come out in a better shape. You will come up in a greater shape. You will come up in a stronger shape. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible said, we have certainly seen. Without a shadow of doubt, we have seen. This year, may men see clearly. May men see clearly. Doctors who have given you certain diagnoses will see clearly. That it is changed. That your status is no longer the same. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. They fought him. They hated him. They resisted him. But when the manifest present, they say we have seen. There are things that are happening in your life. They are not happening everywhere. 2023, may the happenings in your life be different. May the happenings in your life be unique. May the happenings in your life be supernatural. In the mighty name of Jesus. We have surely seen that the Lord is with you. Surely seen. Now, it's interesting that those who saw these things they are talking about were people who were not spiritual people. They didn't have any covenant with the God of Israel. So, it, but it wasn't by spiritual perception they saw it. It was by natural evidences. And this year, I pray that those natural evidences will be seen in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. You remember in the book of Genesis 39 verse 2 and 4. The Lord was with Joseph. The Lord was what? The Lord was with Joseph. And he was a successful man. This year you will succeed. Oh. Yeah. Turn to your neighbor and say you will succeed. Oh. You, will succeed oh. you will succeed in all your ways. Whatever you lay your hands upon shall prosper. In the mighty name of Jesus. A slave boy was successful. You will succeed. The King James Version says he was a prosperous man. May the Lord cause you to prosper. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible said he saw the Lord was with him. And he was made the master. Look at that. He was made the master. He was in the house of his master, the Egyptians. Look at it. So Joseph found favor. That is one major effect of this manifest presence. The favor becomes so strong that nobody can resist it. He found favor. In, he, he found, Joseph found grace in his sight and he served him. And he made him an overseer over his house. And all that he had, he put into his hand. Mind you, Joseph was not the first servant. Praise the Lord. He was not. He was not the first servant. Neither was he the only servant. He had many other servants. You remember when the day that the woman wanted to seize him, 
and uh, destroy his destiny. You remember, the Bible said the woman attacked when there were no other servants in the house. So there were other servants. Praise the Lord. She strategized and made sure that he sent this one to Aswami. He sent another one to uh, uh, Abokobi. He sent another person there. And then he said, Joseph, today it be me and you. Praise the Lord. But this man who has so great respect for God's presence made a different choice. Praise the Lord. He put all of that. Now look at Jesus. Jesus came with the Holy Ghost in him. He was conceived of the Holy Ghost. He was, he, he, the Holy Ghost was upon him, worked through him. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost. The man, Nicodemus said, there is a man of the Pharisees who was called Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said, Rabbi, we know you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs. Somebody say these signs. This year, may you do signs. May you do wonders. In the mighty name of Jesus. In your field of oppression, signs will follow you. In your ministry, wonders will follow you. In your business, signs will follow you. In the mighty name of Jesus. He said, no man can do the signs except God is with him. Except God. Unless God is with him. Unless God is with him. Unless God is with him. Today and this year, whatever will happen in your life will be things that will convince people that God is with you. You see, there are times we try to talk to people and make them believe that God is with us. But there are times where evidences speak by themselves. They themselves, when they have taken your name to wherever they want to take, and every time they have tried, it has not worked. Nobody will tell them they should come and join you to worship your God with you. They will see that God is with you. The church you have been going is not for nothing. 2023 may it be visible that God is with you. May it be visible that God is with you. May it be visible that God is with you. Now, this presence is also mobile. It goes with you everywhere. This is presence that is with you. It goes with you everywhere. It goes with you everywhere. It is in the life of Joseph, God became a prisoner because he was with God was with him. So, wherever Joseph went, God had to be there. They put him in prison. God had no choice but to be there. They captured Daniel, a man who loved God and passionately pursued him. They placed him in the lion's den. God said, lion, eat us up. That's how come the man could not be eaten. Praise the Lord. God was with him everywhere he went. David said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear where? For God is with me. While I'm walking through, God is with me. Nothing will kill you this year. Nothing will be able to stop you this year. In the mighty name of Jesus, a thousand will fall at thy right hand, ten thousand at thy right. It shall not come nigh thee. With your eyes you will behold the reward of the wicked. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, wherever they put you, God will show up. The manifest presence of God will show up. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego in the fire. Nebuchadnezzar's eyes were open. He said, I placed four men inside. But now I see a fourth man. And the likeness of that man is like the son of God. 2023, it shall be clear that the son of God is with you. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. 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 Number three, the presence yields dividends. Somebody say yield dividends. It yields dividends. Yields dividends. Yields dividends. Karibro kosha da balu sembradi vahanda galose. Ibalo go sebradi vahanda da bahali basaba. I want more of you. Somebody say I want more of you. More of you. 
more of you, more of you, more of you in the name of Jesus. Acts chapter 7 verse 9 to 10. And the patriarchs becoming envious. Somebody say becoming envious. <laughs> they were envious, but there was something, a security fence in place. They, they became envious. At the time, the man was not even showing forth. His glory had not manifested. He just told them about his dreams and they became envious. And they began rising up against him. The Bible said they became envious. They sold him into Egypt. But, somebody say but. I've been telling you that but in the Bible makes a lot of difference. But, they sold him into Egypt. A place he didn't know anybody. Listen, when you find yourself among strangers this year, don't be afraid. When you are going before Sahindri, people who are experts in their field, people who are highly placed, don't be afraid at all. Praise the Lord. If you find yourself among foreigners, they don't speak your language, you are different, you are black, they are white, don't be afraid. For the Lord your God is with you. Can somebody shout an amen? Amen. The Bible said he was sold into Egypt, but the Lord was with him. That's why he landed where he landed. He went into Potiphar's house because God was with him. He knew the house that he needed to be in so he could be wrongly accused and then be sent into the right prison so he could be lifted and placed where he needed to be. Am I communicating here? All things work together for the good of them that love God and those who are the core according to his purpose. This year, no matter what anybody does, plan or imagine against you, it shall all work for your good. They shall all work for your good. They shall all work for your good. In the name of Jesus, when they dig a pit for you, it shall lead to your rising up. In the mighty name of Jesus, anywhere they plot evil for you, it shall be turned around in your favor. In the mighty name of Jesus, shout, I believe him. Take your seat. The Lord was with him and delivered him. I will come back and work on this. Delivered him because I will talk about just two dividends. The Lord was with him and delivered him. We will come and touch on this. You remember when there was great farming in the land? Isaac so God told him, don't go anywhere, stay here. I will be with you. And he sowed in the part land, in the hard land. You know, the Bible says in the book of Isaiah, until the spirit be poured from on high, the wilderness will remain a wilderness. Until the spirit is poured. Until the, that's why by strength shall no man prevail. That's why this exercise we are on should not be seen as a waste. I was telling you yesterday, uh, on Friday, it's not a waste of time at all. Those who learn to wait on God, they go faster in life. They are never late. They always go faster in life. God's presence established prophet Samuel as a great prophet. The Bible said God was with you and not a single word from his mouth fell to the ground without fulfillment. Everything he spoke came to pass and it's not because he was an eloquent prophet. It was because God was with him. God was with him. God was with him. God was with him. Listen, there are many things you can pray for but there are valuable things you, when you pray for, they take care of all the others. Praise God. So the sermon title is the difference that makes all, the only difference that makes all the difference. The only difference. <laughs> the only difference. Somebody say the only difference. That makes all the difference. Because that's what the, 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 the man said. He said, how else will anybody see that there's a difference between us and them? What is the proof? What, how else will they be convinced that's a difference? 2023, people will see there's a difference. Amen. I said they will see there's a difference. Amen. The difference will be very clear. Amen. It will be so clear. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
five great things Moses chose. The manifest presence of God above. When Moses was praying for God's presence, it wasn't that he was broken. Praise the Lord. It wasn't because he was not. Because sometimes when we talk about spiritual things, I know usually when we talk about things you can relate with natural things, presence, presence you are talking about. Now presence will go chop. You see, where, where you are not spiritual, <laughs> you will not appreciate what I'm saying. <laughs> Am I communicating here? Uh-huh. And so as much as possible, I always want to try my best to help you to see. It's like when you are teaching about the Holy Spirit. It looks abstract for some people. But getting to know him will make all the difference in your life. Praise the Lord. Yeah. I can give you 10 principles for success. And you can so much relate with it. Planning, hard work, all of those things. <laughs> you can go and put all of that to work. And you still see no results. Praise the Lord. Yeah, because by strength shall no man prevail. And it's not of him that will it, not him that plan it, not him that strategize it, but God that showed mercy. Praise the Lord. That's why you must, this thing must be something that your heart is yearning and hungry for. God's presence. God's presence. Because once it's with you, you can meet, when people meet you, they, 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 are, they are kindly disposed towards you. I will, we'll touch on that. Moses did not talk about God's presence. When he said, Lord, I don't want anything. If you remember the prayer he prayed, what you were simply saying that as I'm going, I don't want anything but you. Go with me. But there were other things a man had, but he chose the presence of God above it. One of the things he had is that he had a great personality. Somebody said he had a great personality. You see, there are some people, they don't struggle to be noticed. They have a great personality. When you see them, they are tick tall. They have all the muscle. They are, they, they are, they are just immaculate. Praise the Lord. Fine people. Moses was that kind of person. He had that fine personality. According to Bible historian Josephus, he said that if Moses walked and passed in front here, and he just uh, he, he was just walking, and he's passing in front of you like this. Once he catches your attention, he will detain your attention until he's out of sight. That was the kind of personality he had. It was like uh, he, he, he hypnotizes. Uh, he, he, he has hypnotized you. Praise the Lord. The beauty and the personality of Moses was that strong. They say, in fact, some traditions and uh, uh, other uh, scholars say that when he was born and he was in the, uh, the manger, there was this shining light that was exuding out of him that made the woman see and then got the woman attracted to the child. So he had a great personality by all standards. Praise the Lord. In fact, the Bible says when Moses was born, by faith, he was hid of his parents because they saw he was a proper child. He was a proper child. I don't know what that means. But whatever that means, it means he was not an ordinary child. He was a proper child. So there are children that are not proper children. But listen, whether you are a proper child or not, when the presence of God comes, it makes all the difference. I said it makes all the difference. The one who had beauty, the one who had height, the one who had all the stature that anyone could imagine or pray for was not looking at that. He was looking for the presence. If your presence does not go with me, I am handsome, but I need you. I am pretty, but I need you. I am smart, but I need you. That was Moses. You see, sometimes we pray and we, we are talking about grace. Grace only comes on people who know they need God. Grace. That's, that, those are the only people. Grace works for those who are humble, those who know they are helpless. That is how grace works. Grace never works for those who know what to do. Never works. 
And it has to be from your heart. Genuinely hungry and yearning. The Lord, without your help, there's no way out. That was Moses. So was that above it. Number two, Moses was smart in the head. He had great intellectual abilities. Great intellectual abilities. He wasn't a dummy. He had gone to school. And good schools for that matter. At this time, the only bright schools were not... Uh, it wasn't Yale and Harvard and Oxford. Those were, they didn't exist. The best schools were in Egypt. And that was where Moses was educated. We are told in Acts chapter 7, verse 22, Moses was educated in the best schools. Somebody say best schools. Say best schools. Sometimes you, you, you hear people... Uh, uh, Teasing themselves about their schools. This one will say, I'm Okatechia. This one will say, I'm Moba. This one will say, I'm, I'm uh, Akora. I'm Manfo. Manfo. If you went to Susek, I don't know what you would say. <laughs> Praise the Lord. If you went to Achiasi Secondary, I don't know. From, I'm an Achiscan. <laughs> I don't know what you say. But the Bible says, look at that. The Bible says, Moses was educated in the best schools of Egypt. Best schools, best schools, best schools. I mean, if you are looking for the best kindergarten, that's where he went to. The best primary school, that's where he went to. The best middle school, that's where he went to. The best senior secondary school, that's where the best uni, that's where he went to. The best schools. The one who went to the best schools is crying for God. The one who went to the best schools is crying for God. You, your school name, you can't even mention it in public. <laughs> And you are not hungry for God. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know why Moses? No, you see, there are two great authors in the Bible. One is Apostle Paul, the other was Moses. And these guys were people who knew how to assess grace. This one, one, the thing that distinguished them. Paul was so humble that when he was getting to the later years, instead of calling himself chief apostle, he said the chief of sinners. It was a, an acknowledgement of how much grace has made the difference in his life. He knew God. He said, if there is a man, I know a man. Second Corinthians chapter 12. I think First Corinthians chapter 12. If there was a man, I knew a man after the spirit. Whether in the flesh or in the spirit, most theologians believe that he was talking about himself. He said he, 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 he was caught up into the third heavens. He had unspeakable things. He did all kinds of things. And later on, this man was speaking. He says, I am the least of all saints. That's Paul. Go, go to uh, uh, Ephesians and read that. I'm the least. That was his own evaluation of himself. It wasn't uh, that somebody's writing about him. It was his own autobiography, not self a biography. Autobiography that had been written. His own. He said, I'm the least of all sins. And I'm not even worthy to be called an apostle. That was a man who enjoyed grace. I want you to position yourself in such a way that when grace, the grace that has appeared will locate you. Praise God. Because the grace is already here. And the grace is working in the lives of those who acknowledge their need for it. Amen. Not the people who already know all the things they are going to do to make it. Praise God. You think a man who is trained like this, he will know 10 ways to make it. 50 success strategies. He knew all of that. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And then, of course, number three, Moses. Moses chose the presence of God, the manifest presence of God, above the support of a great multitude of people. Somebody say a great multitude of people. Say a great multitude of people. Yeah, a 
great multitude of people. That's what they call people's power. When a lot of people are on your side, sometimes you are tempted to think that God is even on your side. Praise the Lord. Look at this. Deuteronomy 20, 10 verse 22. Your fathers went down to Egypt with 70 persons, and now the Lord your God has made you as the stars of heaven in multitude. You think the Israelites were 2 million people? Well, the day I saw this, I was surprised. The God had multiplied them, and they were as the stars. Can you count the stars? Try it. I mean, I, mean sometimes I, I, I had read from some material that said they were about, when they were leaving you, if you put the women and then they were about two million people. I say, where did they see that one? Because according to scripture, they were as the stars for a multitude. That was, you are looking for a large church, that was Moses' church. Everybody was there some. He was the only pastor. Praise the Lord. Today, if you have one million people, you are a celebrity. No, so. One million likes, you are a celebrity. I don't know what to call up Moses. <laughs> Stars of the multitude that follow. Uh, he will be super celebrity. But that was not where his passion was. He said, Lord, if you are not going with me, I know all of these people are here. But if you are not here, they are rubbish. Those of us who find confidence in the arm of flesh. Moses, he said, one with God is better than one with the multitudes without God. That was how passionate Moses was about his relationship with God. He, he, God meant a lot to him. You remember that when God met Moses, Moses told him he couldn't speak. Will you be trained in the best of the schools in Egypt and not know how to speak? Public speaking. You have gone to today's Yale, Oxford, and you don't know how to speak? No, it is not possible. It's not possible. One of the things they, they master very well is public speaking. But when Moses met God, he said, I don't know how to speak. God said, you are the candidate. That's why later on when Aaron and the others rose against me, he said, you people, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. You think Moses is arrogant because he married a woman you guys don't like and you are saying he's not minding you think he's arrogant? Let me tell you, Moses is the meekest of all the people I've ever related with. He's so meek. So meek. No wonder he enjoyed so much grace. 2029, 23, enjoy great grace. Amen. May meekness set you apart for grace. In the mighty name of Jesus. See, sometimes when you meet certain people, they don't look where they are. Because what has brought them to where they are is not in their looks, it's in their heart. He said, let not your clothing be that of the outward man of the heart, but the hidden man, the cryptos man. Because that's where God looks at to relate as well. Praise the Lord. If you think multitudes are not good, eh, ask Saul. Saul's problem with God was multitudes. That's multitudes. Anytime people withdraw from Saul, he had panic attacks. He would die. My mom would tell him, uh, uh, someone would tell him, wait, I am coming. And then after a, a short delay, the people started scattering. He said, hey, I saw the people scattering and I couldn't bear it. So I forced myself to offer the sacrifice. Moses says, let the people go and let me go with God. Listen, this year, I want you to make choices that will secure God's presence with you. Because you see, Moses did not enjoy this. He had learned to make quality choices. Quality choices. And I will show you. The Bible says, Moses, by faith. Let's, maybe let me just show you to you before we move on. Hebrews chapter 20, uh, 11 verse 23. The Bible said, by faith, Moses when he was born, was hid of his parents for three months because they saw he was a proper child. Can you give me that quickly? I'll close in the next few minutes. I need to close. <laughs> By faith, when he was born, he was hid of his parents for three months because he, they saw he was a proper child and they were not afraid of a king's commandment. What I really wanted us to do was to pray a lot tonight. But whichever way, you go and do the praying in your house. Amen? He said he was born of three months because they saw he was a proper child. Now look at it. And he was not afraid of a king's commandment. This was choices others made for him. They hid him. But by faith, when Moses was come to yes, he refused. Somebody say he refused. Say he refused. 
he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Do you know what that cost him? He refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Then the Bible says he rather chose rather to suffer affliction because refusing to be Pharaoh's daughter is like signing your death warrant. Yeah. So once you refuse Pharaoh's daughter to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, in other words, you are direct heir to the throne, immediately you go to the opposite side. So it's not like he refused and then chose. Once you refuse this, it automatically, you have signed up for poverty. Praise the Lord. He refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God, rather to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Then look at verse 26. He says, esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasure in Egypt. That's why God gave him a people that were so large. And listen, Moses did not just choose the presence over his personality, over his intelligence, over the crowd that he had. Moses also chose the presence over a great deal of wealth. Wealth, money. If Moses was a president, he was the president of the richest nation at the time. Somebody said the richest nation. The richest nation at the time. Look at this. Exodus 3 verse 20, 21 to 22. And I will give these people favor in the sight of the Egyptians and it shall come to pass that when you go, you shall not go empty. But every woman, they shall not go what? They shall not go what? Then he says, but every man shall borrow of a neighbor and of her that sojourned in a house. Jewels of silver, jewels of gold and raiment and you shall put them upon your sons and upon your daughters and you shall spoil the Egyptians. Look at verse number 21 to 23. And I will cause the people of Egypt to look favorably on you. They will give you gifts when you go so you will not leave empty-handed. Every Israelite will ask, ask for articles of silver, gold, and fine clothing from her Egyptian neighbors and from the foreign women in their house. You will dress your sons and daughters with these uh, with this, stripping the Egyptians of their wealth. Did you see that? Stripping the Egyptians of what? Now, let's look at 12, chapter 12, verse 32, 35 to 36. And the children of Israel did according to the word of Moses. What was the word? They should go and borrow. And they borrowed the Egyptians, all of those things. And look at verse 36. The Lord caused the Egyptians to look favorably in the sight of the Egyptians, so that they lent unto them such things as they required. And they spoiled the, they spoiled. What, what that word has, simply means that they emptied the treasury of Egypt. Egypt was the richest nation. So when we are, that is why Pharaoh later on realized he had made a mistake. That's why he came. He himself, you know, he wasn't uh, sitting in Egypt and sent the soldiers. He led the soldiers. Oh, they all perished in the Red Sea. Because what am I king over? If I'm king, what is the, what the resource? What Moses had carried the thing away. Moses had all of that. Leading people were loaded with gold and silver. And he says, I don't want this. I want you. I don't want this. I want you. You see, we make these choices every day. We make them every day, but we are not conscious of them. When you wake up in the morning and your, your, your going to work comes, precedes. It's, it's, it's taking predominant position over a moment of quietness with God, a moment of meditation with God. You are simply saying the money first, God later. Praise the Lord. The money first, God later. We make them every day. Every day. Moses chose the presence of God over the anointing. Somebody said the anointing. Moses was given a rod. The rod looked like an anointing. Yeah, because anytime he could push, things will happen. Stretch the rod. And the snake will come. All kinds of things were happening. But he chose the presence of God over the anointing because the presence of God is superior to the anointing. Somebody said the presence of God. 
It's superior to the anointing. Yeah. The presence of God is superior. When the presence is there, that's why Jesus had both. How God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and with power. He was anointed and God was with him. If you like, go and ask uh, 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 this Gehazi. The, uh, Elisha gave him his staff. That was more like Moses' rod. He carried the staff. Nothing happened because he didn't have the presence that made the staff work. Praise the Lord. The kind of relationship Elisha had with God that was making things happen. Gehazi didn't have it. He, th he thought it was in the staff. Let me carry the staff. Things will happen. It doesn't work by staff. It works by the relationship. Praise God. Works by the relationship. Two great dividends that the presence brings. One is high favor with people who matter to your destiny. High favor. Somebody say high favor. In 2023, you enjoy high favor. Amen. Say high favor. high favor. Say high favor. High favor. Say 2023. My year of grace. Beginning from January, I enjoy high favor with everyone who matters to my destiny. Everyone, male or female, man or woman, who matters to my destiny. 2023, I am coming. I have favor in your sight. Whether you like me or not, you are favoring my cause. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. High favor is a product of God's presence. Luke chapter 1 verse 28. He said, Mary, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. <laughs> High favor is a product of his presence. The Lord is with you. Connote high favor. 2023, the Lord is with you. Amen. I said the Lord is with you. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. How else would Joseph, a stranger, an ex-convict, a rapist, all of that be elevated to the status of a prime minister? He wasn't even subjected to no vetting like they do. When they are going to make somebody uh, a minister, you see the way they vet them? All the things people who don't like them can't tell them face to face. At the vetting, they will bring it there. Moses, you see his encounter, Acts 7 verse 9 to 10. And the, the patriarchs, Hated him and sold him. But God was with him and gave him favor and wisdom in the sight of the Egyptians. Favor is yours. Amen. I said, Favor is yours. Amen. Favor is yours. Amen. Now, at the time Moses was elevated, all the only persons whose vote was important was Pharaoh. And when he met Pharaoh, Pharaoh liked him. That's favor. Favor is being liked, being preferred. Being chosen above others. Being preferred. 2023, you'll be chosen. If you're applying for a visa, you'll be chosen. If you're applying for a marriage, you'll be chosen. If you're applying for scholarship, you'll be chosen. In the mighty name of Jesus, if you're looking for a higher office for your, your staff, you'll be chosen. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare high favor for you. People will say you have not been here for long, and yet you'll be preferred. In the mighty name of Jesus. See, when favor comes, it's not about how long you have been here. It's about who likes you. Who likes you? How long? You have not been here for long. It doesn't matter. This year, that is not the question they will be asking. Favor will set you apart. I said favor will set you apart. All the Egyptians, the Israelites had worked for years. They were living and there was nothing out. Then God said, I'm giving you favor. You know, 
These were people who had been working for years without pay. And when God gave them favor, the pay they had not given them for 400 plus years, that same day, all of it, all of it, all of it. This year, some of you experienced quadruple promotion. I said quadruple promotion, multiple promotion in the mighty name of Jesus. For the number of years that wicked boss has sat on your elevation, that is how God will put it all together and bring it to you. In the mighty name of Jesus, Nehemiah came to the king and said, I'm going. <laughs> then he had favor in his sight. He said, whatever he asked, they gave it to him. This year, you'll be asking things and you'll be getting them. I said, you'll be asking things and you'll be getting them. You'll be asking things and you'll be getting them. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let me close with this. The manifest presence of God with you delivers you. Somebody say, it delivers me. Acts chapter 7, verse 9 to 10. The Bible said, and the Lord was with him and delivered him from all his troubles. All his troubles. The one he caused, the one other people caused him, the one his enemies caused, all of them. The Bible said, many are the afflictions of a righteous. But the Lord shall deliver him. Tonight I declare over your life you are delivered. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are delivered. Your children are delivered. Your business is delivered. Your vehicle is delivered. Anything that is connected to you is delivered. In the mighty name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to speak to God tonight. Pastor Afuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. Share your testimonies with us on 020-422-5790 or email us at embassyoflifechapel at gmail.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information, visit our website at www.embassyoflife.org. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our service at our headquarter church from 8.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. for our good news service. And on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Our church auditorium is located on the top floor of Nanama Ejakuma Plaza opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santata Runabout, Kumasi, Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on Embassy of Life Chapel, Facebook or YouTube pages. God richly bless you. Oh, no, no, no.